And now, Bob Elliott and Ray Goulding present the CBS Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Bob and Ray Show, a real full one today. With a lot of uh, clients and some interesting features, we think. Some conversation that should be sparkling and pleasant and maybe educational. I think you fooled them all, Victor Bruce Cowan. That was Bob's substitute, and uh, we gave him an actual on the uh, air. Bruce, will you? Test. Okay, Bob. How was it? It's I getting better, it isn't great. it? I thought he was great, Bob. Had you fooled out there, didn't we? You'll you notice I'm wearing uh, business suits now. No more sport clothes yeah. like you told me. Great. Uh, you're coming through very, very well, Vic. You're... you're, you're uh, you're going to make the scene here at Bob and Ray, I'm sure. I think we're going to be pretty pretty well interchangeable here by the end of a week's week more practice. Yes, I think we're going to be thick as thieves. Well, that's a bad thing to say. Uh, I think uh, we're going to get along fine, uh, Vic. And, uh, Thanks, Ray. Right. I'm back here in the audience now. Good. Good boy. Here's Webley Webster, ladies and gentlemen, first on our star roster today. And what's new with you? Well, little Bob, but... Just a, an idle uh, question I might like to ask you. Yeah, let me uh, fix it there. Your sleeve is on fire. Oh, thank you. Uh, an I, idle question what? I wanted to ask you when we're going to uh, air jealousy. And while you're thinking of uh, an answer to that, I'd like to remind everybody that my coming out party is due up in a week. Well, that's for girls, for for Debs. You know, they. it's not... Uh, you mean you're just going to come out of the hotel? And... No, it's a party. I come through the curtains, and uh, then I'm officially out. Through what curtains? At the world Auditorium. They got oh, curtains over there. You're not still living over there. And I signing certainly for am living over there. You mean they haven't caught up with you after all these months? No, but I'm paying my bills. I don't owe them a cent. You mean you're not clear with them? Not red cent. Or, huh? You're clear with them? Yeah. You, you're... Yeah, I've uh, paid them in checks. Oh, well, there's the rub. You don't have anything to back the checks up with, do you? Well, I want you to come on by. I'm going to have a lot of the folks, the uh, Cafe Society there, uh, a lot of those midnightums are going yeah. to be there. And When's this going to be so I can make a note of it? I made up my mind. I don't know whether to have it next week or the week after. Well, when you decide, let us know. We'll announce it. Good, good. sustaining feature again. We bring you One Fella's Family. Today's episode, entitled Jack's Friends, is taken from book 11, or XI, chapter V, or 5, pages 11 through 14. It's 8.30 in the evening now as we look in on the family. Mother and father are listening to the radio. Fanny, do you happen to know what time it is? Uh, about 8.30. Yeah, I left my watch upstairs. <laughs> that should be time for our favorite program. Yes, just about time. Funny, this radio hasn't been working very well the past few days. We interrupt this radio that hasn't been working very well the last few days. Oh, it's working now very well. Make this announcement from our newsroom. There's been a whole lot of at the uh, 
What bank was that? First National. First, uh, First National. And, uh, the, uh... Working fine, The baby. criminals, or those who perpetrated the, uh, hold-up or robbery, as the case may be, are believed uh, to be heading out towards the one fellow's family's house. And, uh, now back to our program that we didn't schedule originally in this spot. Here, that must be that new announcer they have down at the local station. Terrible, terrible, terrible sound. You hear that, Andy? There's been a bank robbery. And the robbers Jack's are on the way. Who? Oh, oh. Just heard his car pull out. Oh, it'd be good to see Jack again. Yeah. Been away on another business trip, I understand. Again, that's what they told us. Hello, Jack. Welcome home. Who's that? Eh? Who's that? Oh, that's Dad. Oh, oh. Dad, I'd like to have you meet a friend of mine. Legs akimbo. Uh, come on, let's... Uh, Very glad to hear you. Yeah, right over there. Oh, Never seen down? that friend of his before. No. Won't you sit down and have a little uh, little hot tea with yeah. us? Yeah, have some, have some refreshments with us, some yeah. tea or something. Uh, yes, won't you? No, no, lady, we just ate. We're not hungry. Here. Jack, what have you been doing with yourself on this business trip? Oh, I'm we had a very... Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, look, Martha, I do the talking uh, for the two of us, you know. Cute way for that boy to act. I do the talking, I said, for hit, the two hit, of us. Well, what do you want to say? Is that a real diamond you got on there, lady? Yes, it's a real diamond. Hit. It's Mother's engagement ring. Walk it over. <laughs> What's the meaning of this? Well, Jack. Well, you I see, the meaning of it is... I don't understand it. You, honestly, such friends. Oh, look, Fanny, coming up the front walk. The police. All right, let's go. You have been listening to One Fellow's Family, a sustaining feature here on The Bob and Ray Show. Today's episode, entitled Jack's Friends, was taken from chapter XI or 11, page or book 5 or B, and pages 11 through 14. One Fellow's Family is written and produced by T. Wilson Messy. This is a Messy production. Next celebrity spotlight and tonight's guest, the very honorable J. Horton, J. Babcock. Could you tell us uh, what the honorable title represents? Uh, well, uh, to tell the truth, uh, it doesn't stand for anything. I just like the sound of it. Oh, so you're not attached to the government or anything? No, no, no. Whatever gave you that idea. Well, it's just a hunch. Mr. Babcock, I understand you hold a unique position in the broadcasting field. Yes, I wait out in the wings of CBS Radio's Face the Nation studio each week. And if uh, the one they plan to interview doesn't show up, I go on and the panel grills me. Kind of a standby in a way there. How many times has this happened? Uh, well, it's bound to happen sometime. And uh, I've got my topic all picked out, too. It's let's get the Marines out of Nicaragua. Well, isn't that kind of a dead issue these days? Well, you can't tell. Maybe people will get interested in it again, and it could be a red-hot issue. All right, well, thanks for joining us tonight. Good night. And be listening for me. We'll keep our ears peeled. Wally Ballou is down in Florida. Uh, we assume he's at Cape Canaveral or thereabouts. Live on tape. Come in, please. 
An Avril and winner of 17 Fiction Awards are greeting you from the site of a new uh, launching, which we'll be witnessing in just a few minutes. For obvious reasons, we can't give uh, the scientist's name, but standing with me is a man we'll call Professor X. And he's going to explain a little bit about his part in this scientific work taking place right here. Uh, thank you. My name is Gordon Red Myers, uh, popularly known as Professor X. Uh, Mr. Ballou, uh, my duties here at Canaveral end at 80, countdown 80, uh, and... Uh, as you can see, they're well beyond that. They're down around 40 somewhere now. Uh -huh. And I think you're going to be in for another shot. Well, what happens when you uh, when the get countdown gets to 80 well, and your I, work is done? My work is done. Well, I go out and I sell uh, uh, hot dogs to the crowds uh, uh, and uh, different things like that. Refreshments <clears throat> in general, and that's why you have uh, Professor... Get your red-hot hot dogs, buddy. You only oh. have a few I'll seconds left. We shoot. We'll They're getting ready for the uh, shoot now. Except the cameraman. And Wait. Professor X is the, uh, busily engaged selling hot dogs. Oh, you cameraman, want a red-hot? And uh, get your hot dogs. You don't have too many seconds left. Hurry up, now. Sentry on the gate is locking the gate now. With or without? I'll have mustard on my professor. Good. Stand by. Stand by, see? So better hurry up, folks. Boy, you only got two minutes to get your hot dogs. Let's go now. Well, that's plenty of time for a, a red hot. Get your hot dogs here. wonder if I could have a well-done hamburger while I'm waiting, too, professor. Sure. Sure. Down to 30 now. Put one on. 25 See, hurry up. You only have 25 seconds, folks. Now the reporters are clamoring around Professor X. All you astronauts who are going aboard, you better get yours now. And they're enjoying their last refreshments here. Down to 11, folks. I'm sorry. It's too late. They cannot take any more orders. No, he cannot take any more orders. He is closing the stand. Okay, get your red hot hot Now he's opened it up again, get and this is Wally Maloo from... Watch the missile in the sky and eat a hot dog. Nice coverage, Wally. We just about run out of time for another day, I guess. Mary, we'd like to have you here tomorrow. I want to talk over your... All right, I'll be here, certainly. Thank you very much. That was a very interesting broadcast. It's quite uh, scientific, yes. I think. But uh, we, we must run now. We'll be back, though, with our so longs in just ten seconds. And uh, just thanks to all of you radio columnists for the nice things you, you sang about us. And uh, until tomorrow, this is Ray Goulding reminding you all to write if you get work. Bob Elliott reminding you to hang by yourself. Forget it.